0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. The master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. Every day to the define man's mission yeah. Look into the sky for divine transmission yeah. Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition blind, Thank you blind ambition. blind ambition Welcome to another edition of the Dojo Talk Podcast We're on episode number 38 It is a bright and early Sunday morning I'm here with my co-host cool What's going on man?
1: uh nothing last night was a reminder how shitty uh how how trashy i should say mma fans are
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i um i saw a little bit on twitter last night and a lot this morning but (laughs) we'll get into that in a little bit um that's just a random note hopefully my voice isn't bad um i went to a fight party uh, for this card, and I definitely burned my mouth on some taco dip. <laughs> so Like the whole, like mm. top, like left half of my mouth. Like I could feel my gum, <laughs> like just falling off. Taco dip was great though, but my mouth definitely paid for it. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, it was good food, good fights. I don't know, man. It's um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about about last night. This card was was awesome. It was well worth me staying up. I don't think I got home till like like <laughs> one thirty. This this I, I was all right, aside from one fight that kinda hurt my feelings. The rest of this car was, was awesome. Um Yeah man, I I guess we'll just run it <laughs> we'll just run it from the top. Uh John Jones finally makes his return against Daniel Cormier. Um we got to see these guys scrap for the second time. Um I haven't felt like nervous for a fight in a long time, and it just felt good to feel that kind of way again. Like I was so excited for this fight, and my God, I got everything. I got everything I wanted, man. This fight was was awesome. Just Jones striking looked great. <laughs> looked really good. I love how like aggressive he started out in the first round. Like these guys didn't really waste any time. Um I thought it was cool that they actually touched gloves in the beginning. I didn't think well Jones kinda had his up and Cormier stuff. Uh cool
1: you don't remember you don't remember them touching gloves in the um, in their first fight? Between like the three bodyguards? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just like three du- three gigantic dudes in just big ass red um suits. Oh no there. no! Okay,
0: have yeah, to remember that, yeah, with the red suit,
1: and they they were filming it from like Jones's angle, so you could always see like the very top of
0: Cormier's head. <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was cool. It it was good to see respect after all the trash talk. But um, yeah, man, this this fight was Jones Jones came out in the first round just I don't know I, I don't remember the last time I've seen him like look that aggressive before. And, like, to me, like, his striking looked really crisp. Um, as always, of course, he's he's working that oblique kick that just makes me cringe every time he lands it because it just looks so painful. But, yeah, man, he, he he got off really good in the first round. Cormier, though, I thought did a good job of um, definitely, like, pressuring him, or at least he, he was trying to, to, like, try not to let him really get that distance. But... Man, Jones, I love that he's a long, rangy fighter who knows how to use his range. He was constantly landing like these body hits where he would like he would throw like a hook to the body, but he's like 80 feet away, but his arms are so long that he can just do things like that, and it works, and uh, the second round, the second round to me was actually kind of close. Like, I could see somebody scoring that for Komi. I think I gave it to Jones, though.
1: Two but judges like, gave it to
0: Cormier. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that. I thought um, Cormier's second round. I think he got off with the striking a bit more. He was. He was definitely throwing some bombs. He did pretty good in the clinch of like landing. He would land like little uppercuts here and there, and he definitely still kept the the pressure on. But it just seems like John Jones just at the same time like he had an answer for for everything. He he just seems so much like physically stronger now that like I I don't know. I guess he's continued his whole weightlifting thing, but it it seems like it's paying dividends, man. He just seems so much physically stronger than he was before, and my God, that third round, that uh, oh man, I felt bad for Cormier because. I, I I wanted this fight to go five rounds, like I wanted to see a, a a a nice, you know, war. And I feel like this fight was was pretty competitive, even though I think Jones it was it was like he was decisively winning. But like I wouldn't call it like a blowout, if that even makes sense. Like Cormier definitely had moments. There were things that he did right. It's just that I don't know, man. John Jones is just. <laughs> He's just John Jones sometimes, and like there's not, I don't know, man. I, yeah, yeah, And then the, the head kick comes, and Cormier just hits this mean stumble. And I didn't even notice the first time, um, in real time. But uh-huh. like when Cormier was stumbling back, and <laughs> Jones tried to like trip him, <laughs> well, I, I guess you could say he kind of did, because it got him off balance a bit. And then like he landed against the cage, and John does like this. Kind of like flying knee slash flying kick to the body. And then for me, hits the ground, catches some hellacious elbows, to say the least. And, um, yeah, man. John Jones, he looked, he looked great. That, that could go on and on. But, yeah, what, what were your thoughts on the fight? Like, there's just so many ways to just approach this fight. Um,
1: you know, John Jones is all time great. John Jones returning off of, um, Essentially two years. Like I, I know he snuck the uh, the OSP fight in there, but that wasn't much of a fight. So much as that, like that was just a really expensive sparring session, on, on the part of the UFC. But um, I feel gutted for DC. Like this was just like a battle of like, you know, I don't like that guy. This is like a battle of ideology, where like. With a lot of merit, DC feels, um, slighted, where he is the bad guy in a story where the other guy is the fuck up, (laughs) right, Uh, of course, um, and and that's part of the reason why I I was kind of just blown back, not blown away, because we've seen this shit since DC won the title, where everybody's accusing him of being a fake champion, carrying carrying Jones's belt, not putting any of the blame on Jones for not being able to show up to fights because, you know, he's gotten himself in trouble with either the law or USADA or whatever. But it re Like, just... uh, This... You could tell this meant so much more to DC than this meant to Jones. Yeah. And it meant a lot to Jones. Like, I'm not... Trying to say uh, he, he's just like this completely unfeeling monster. Though, though you know what? Uh, though I'm not saying he's not, but um, yeah, like DC took this shit hard, and um, it, it, it's funny. Jones mentioned after the fight the the uh, the head kick that ended up starting the end of the that ended up starting the um the end sequence of the fight that he know that him and his team noticed that uh dc whenever somebody throws a kick or like they basically like, whenever anybody throws a punch at him but like, he has this weird habit of just like he'll throw his body back and his he'll lean his head to the side uh, like on everything like when he was fighting um Gustus and he was doing the same thing and Gus wasn't even throwing that many well he was throwing knees but he wasn't throwing that many like kick um Kicks to the body, like just straight up, like cheap kicks and stuff. And he got DC to bite on that one hard. Like, those, if you want just evidence of a body shot leading to a knockout, like this is it. This is
0: yeah. I was gonna say he picture. he definitely thought that kick was going low. Oh,
1: absolutely. Like his whole he threw his whole body back. He threw his head to the side and forward a little bit. Like, okay, I'm a brace for this. I'm a brace for this uh, body kick. N- nope just straight to the head. It's funny. I just I just read like literally right before we started recording about how like DC after the um the first rumble fight was like the only way you're going to knock me out is you know, putting a shin to my head. I think that's the only way I'm going to get knocked out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he got hit with he got hit with one in that fight too, but he didn't land this clean. Yeah. Probably landed a little harder, but it didn't land as clean. Um Yeah, no. Like this is just a reminder that when John Jones wants to be he's the best who have ever done this and probably the best who have ever that will ever do this for a long time. Like, yeah. And and there's no reason he can't do this to heavyweights.
0: Yeah, this this might be the scariest Jones. <laughs> I think I think we've ever seen like seeing yeah. Jones like like, Dude,
1: Jones' best weapon, uh, he's the best clinch fighter in MMA history, but his very best weapon is ground and pound, and we haven't seen that since, like, the Chael Sonnen or, like, the fourth round, I think, of the Gustafson fight. Right. So, like, think about that. This dude's out here styling on guys without using, like, his best tool.
0: Yeah, because there weren't even... Cause I, didn't, I can't remember the, uh, the statistic but the amount of takedowns that DC really like they both went for in the first fight and there weren't hardly any there was like one moment I remember when uh, I think DC had went for a takedown and Jones like almost reversed it
1: <laughs> oh yeah no he just stripped
0: like tossed him right like it was this man just does freakishly just yeah. insane things like yeah. And makes it look so easy. He, just, he he's a real life like I remember when they like right before they touched the gloves and they were just squaring off and I was like, John Jones looks like you remember like the old Mortal Kombat games when uh the way the <laughs> the way the screen would look as you're like in the arcade mode. Like Jones is that guy at the top. Like he's he's that last boss fight.
1: <laughs> like, dude like this is a guy who who started to learn to strike by just going on YouTube and watching footage like just watching a like, video game and just like f- Kung Fu Fighter footage like this is what happens when you stick an A plus athlete in a sport <laughs> like this
0: and he was landing some vicious knees too to the body like
1: knees, body he- kicks, leg kicks like you said before, with the punches, like everything to the body.
0: Yeah, it, it,
1: it, and it's just a smart thing to do against DC. It was a history of just liver problems, and we, it, we know that he struggled with the weight cut against Rumble.
0: And they're just like, I felt bad for DC because like he looked and he looked like he was in really good shape. Like, I, but like I don't, I don't know what else I could have told him to do. Like, I, Did, I don't, this is at the
1: end of the day. The the ninety nine point five times out of a hundred, John Jones is just going to beat DC, and I'm sorry, there's just nothing DC can do to stop that. Yeah, and like th- this, DC is the second greatest light heavyweight of all time. I say that like with one hundred percent confidence. He'd beat every other light heavyweight in the history of this division, but Jones is just that dude. And I feel so bad for DC, because this is like the third, like, oh my god, what's the dude, uh, DC just, he has a problem of being great when there's somebody else who just happens to be, like, not just great, but like an all-time great, you know what yeah. I mean? Because, I'm not sure how familiar you are with amateur wrestling, but. The dude he lost to in the like when he was a collegiate wrestler was Kale Sanderson, who is one of the he was probably the greatest collegiate wrestler of all time, like no joke. He's currently the Penn State head coach, um, Olympic gold medalist, like four was it four time NCAA champion.
0: Man, ugh. Like,
1: and then when he goes, when DC finally does make the Olympics, he loses, he loses to what's the guy's name? Crap. Ah, uh, Kaz, uh, Gastelov. Like, and Gastelov, another dude, just Olympic gold medalist, like five-time world champion. DC just comes around at the
0: wrong times. Yeah, he, he, it was like he ran into a Titan, but like, I don't want to undersell his performance though. Like he definitely, I can't remember what, I can't remember what round it was, but there there was some weird moment where like DC was taunting him a little bit for like, I don't know if it was like a punch that he kind of slick, like dodged or I guess he was trying to poke fun. Like it didn't hurt, but, and like he, 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 he winged a couple of, of rights that definitely tagged Jones a bit.
1: Really, Dude, not Jones' mouthpiece out of his mouth.
0: Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was funny because I feel like John Jones just didn't care that he didn't have a mouthpiece. Like I he just never, never stopped. stop. Oh, no, he didn't. He really yeah. didn't. He just kept going. But yeah, like DC, like he he did a lot of he did things right. But it's just like it's Jones. Like <laughs> it feels so bad because it's like if it's if it's anybody else that's not Jones, that DC probably wrecks them. But like. Jones is just, oh, man. I I don't know who beats this guy, especially at 205. Like, I don't know how.
1: Like, it's still, my best guess is probably still Gustafson. Gustafson, um, because, believe it or not, the place Jones is the worst at is at range. Like, if you can find a rangy dude who can move, like, it gives Jones fits because Jones' best ability is... Either sticking like smaller guys at range, like he did with DC, or just fucking them up on the inside. Because yeah. again, he's the he's at his best when he's in the clinch or he's like, an, like a foot away from you, able to throw knees and elbows, or just bitch toss you around. Like, so my best like Gustafson still probably has the best chance of meeting him, uh, unless he's done something to change the way he approaches like defense i'm not sure he can do it because we still saw in the glover fight where gus turns tail like likes likes to turn tail and run
0: yeah and you got head kicking jones running around (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that's not that's not a good idea especially if
1: like he's throwing those head kicks because like what he has freaking but what's his leg span like ridiculous, uh, like, it's bigger than his body, it's bigger than normal, like, yeah. ratio-wise, so he's gonna be throwing head kicks while you have your be- your back turned to him, and he's got more range to play with, so if Glover is just missing as you're running away, what's Jones gonna do?
0: Yeah, Jones is gonna just decapitate you. <laughs> and you're not gonna see it coming. Yeah. I-, I hope that fight does happen, though. Like, I, I know he called out Brock Lesnar, and you know, who doesn't want to see a freak fight every now and then, but, you know, with the way Gus handled Glover, I think he's definitely earned that rematch, and I've, that's a, another fight I've been wanting to see for a long time, to see them go at it again, because that first fight was so epic. So, yeah, I hope they, um... I don't think they could do the Brock fight before the end of
1: 2017 anyway, so, if I'm the UFC, they like, they poured a lot of money into the rematch for Gus and Jones the first time, and it just didn't end up happening, because, uh... I think it was it was a Gus who got hurt and then they put Cormier uh, Cormier in there.
0: I mm, can not remember how that on how that all unfolded.
1: I think it was like they they booked the like they booked the rematch um Gus got hurt and then they just went with um they just went with DC. Oh
0: man. I guess one more thing real quick before we get off this fight. Um yeah, the whole like I get it. Um actually you know what, before I even get to that, how did you feel about the interview afterwards? When well uh not the Jones when when Rogan uh interviewed D C isn't well
1: it's not Rogan's fault. Like I don't like Rogan. Like I, I I'm pretty open about my dislike of Joe Rogan as a person. But, um, yeah, no, like, that wasn't Ron Roby, that was on the truck. And that was on whoever freaking dragged him back to the cage. Like, I I get it, um, what was it, the Forrest Griffin, uh, Tito Ortiz fight, the last one? Yeah. Where, like, Griffin wins the fight and just, but, 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 thought he lost, so he just jet before they read the decision. Like, I get it in that situation, but, like, here, like let the man have his peace, like, good God,
0: yeah, it was, it was weird, it was,
1: it it was don't ever, like, never, ever, like, especially after a knockout, ever interview the loser like that,
0: yeah, it was,
1: like, DC was out, out, Uh, we couldn't tell because he was on the ground, but. As soon as they rode him over, it was pretty clear that he, he, it, this wasn't a mercy stop. It, this just was Jones hammered the shit out of him. Right. And he was barely functioning. He's yeah. he, he talking about he doesn't even remember the freaking knockout. He saw, uh, he, he's like, I guess I got kicked. And he's sitting there in tears.
0: Like, good God, have a heart. Yeah, part. it was it was uh, yeah, like I get it. If you're, especially like, I've I've honestly, I worked in that field, but like I've done internships of like on, like, TV sets before, so, like, I know what it's like to have, like, you know, somebody's yelling in your ear, telling you to do this, do that, and, you know, it's just kind of your job, so, yeah, I can't really fault Rogan, like, 100%, you kind of just, it's kind of those it is, what it is things, but, it, yeah, it, it felt just, like, uh, if it was hard to watch, because, like, I get it, people don't like DC for, you stupid know, whatever, reasons. yeah, for whatever stupid, reason. Stupid,
1: stupid, stupid reasons.
0: But, it's, yeah, at, at that point, it's just, like, alright, let let the man just 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 let him be. Just Yeah, I don't know. It 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 felt kinda weird. But I, I thought it was cool though on, on Jones' part that, you know, like these guys legit like there was a lot, a lot, a lot of trash talk. And I, I thought it was cool that like he didn't he didn't kick him while he was down. Like he 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 showed respect to him after the fight. And right. I guess from what I heard in the press conference, like he didn't he, he didn't like I guess he didn't go in on him at all in the press conference either. Like he, he kept it you know professional didn't you know choose to like go at the man while he's already at his lowest point, yeah um, yeah
1: I, I i there's no doubt in my mind everything Jones said was b s but like props for him to keeping it to himself,
0: yeah, yeah, and I guess one last note that I wanted to get to you about Cormier. for people who' saying like, oh, he's paper champ, blah, zay, blah, should've never had a belt, blase blah, all that whatever. Like, I think we forget, like, this man got his name in Strike Force when he was, like, an alternate in a tournament that I'm not even, oh, well, I, I guess you can't say he wasn't supposed to be in it, but, like, he was an alternate. So, obviously, like, he wasn't He wasn't in the first choices for that tournament. He was just one of those dudes, like, hey, if something goes wrong, you'll have a shot. And I can't remember, like, what happened in that tournament that, like, he got his shot. Overeem
1: got cut from force or oh, yeah. something like that. <laughs> Like, I can't remember, did Overeem get cut, or they? Did... Yeah, I think he got cut, because he didn't want to go to the UFC, or he was like, I don't want to do business with the UFC, or he didn't want to do, like, special drug testing or some shit, it was so up. he goes to fight in Japan against, like, Todd Duffy, <laughs> and they're like, you know what, we're not going to put We're Noon back in, we're going to put DC in here against Bigfoot.
0: Yeah, and like, <laughs> since that moment, like, DC's done nothing but wreck everybody he stood in front of. So that would include let's see Bigfoot uh Josh Barnett, who I believe he out grappled, which is he out boxed him and then threw him on his head, yeah, <laughs> like he <laughs> like
1: like he he hit a straight up w w e finisher on Josh Barnett,
0: <laughs> like he bodies Josh Barnett, Dion starring, then he came comes to the u f c first fight against Frank Mir. not the most exciting fight, but he decisively beat Frank Mir. Keep in mind, these are heavyweight fights. This is not even at 205 yet. Then he gives Roy Nelson the work. Then he drops to 205. I think he had an opponent other than Patrick Cummins, because I remember Cummins was a late replacement. I can't remember who he was supposed to have fought at first. But anyway, body w- Patrick Cummins.
1: I want to say that was supposed to be the Jones fight. Was it? I think so. I'm not 100%, but I think that was supposed to be Jones. Like the first time they were supposed to fight, or the second time or something.
0: Oh, Either way, destroys Cummins, tosses Dan Henderson like a child, <laughs> before choking him out, and then then he loses to Jones. But ah, uh,
1: no, it was Rashad Evans fight. Ah, oh, that sucks. I, I forgot been. they were going to make that fight.
0: That would have been a good one. You that would have been d- an <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> at that time I wouldn't have minded I wouldn't have seeing that fight. Like at
1: that time we would have probably we wouldn't have probably known it would have, it would be an ass whipping. We probably but would have it, thought it would have been competitive, but it would have been an ass whipping.
0: <laughs> and then after destroying Henderson, alright, he takes the loss of Jones. Then he survives the hardest hit I've ever seen somebody take from Rumble and ends up getting a real naked choke. Beats Gus, beats Anderson Silva. beats Rumble again that with well, that fight. I don't even want to talk whatever <laughs> but, <laughs> decisively beat Rumble a second time so like literally other than Jones this man has done nothing but win against high level competition
1: not even just win but like win really competitive hard fun fights like right. the Gus fight was a war where he got dropped in the third round stood up and still won the round
0: and keep like, in mind like 38 <laughs> yeah,
1: like, this dude came to the sport
0: hella late. Like, yeah,
1: what? Wh- wh- how long has he been fighting since? Like, um, I want to say like twenty ten, twenty eleven.
0: Let's see. Actually, his first his first fight was Strike Force Challenges three. This was in two thousand and nine.
1: So that would be what, um, nine years, uh, eight years ago. So he would still only be like thirty, twenty nine years old. Like that's old.
0: And like. Yeah, like, literally anybody not named John Jones, DC probably beats.
1: If DC stayed at Heavyweight, he might be the champion right now.
0: <laughs> like, so, yeah, like, I get it. People are going to have their fun with the memes, the crime. I get it. Get a few jokes off. Whatever, whatever. But, like, do don't, don't,
1: don't. If you're one really of the people who just, like, relishes in this shit and just, like, um, freaking, like, you see this as some... Uh oh, God, I'm trying. I'm trying to phrase this right because the way I see it is people think this validates John Jones as like a decent human being, which is absurd. Like this is a redemption story for John Jones, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is John. Jo- this is John Jones just finally learning. Like, <clears throat> I, I like if I'm going to be a fuck up, let's try not to do it in private. Let's not try to do it in public.
0: Yeah, let's.
1: Uh, like, he's still the same dude he was. The day before, he crashed his freaking car into that w- into that pregnant woman's car and ran away. Like he's still that same person. Like there's no doubt in my mind.
0: It's just hopefully he doesn't <laughs> have, have any more of those slip ups. I mean, yeah, like, have, I, hope I, mean I, I hope I hope he has you know.
1: Like, I I, like, I hope he's gotten his life together too. Like sure. I, I, I like, just chilled out on the partying a little bit. Like chilled out on the cocaine. Save that for retirement.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Like, and just like, I I really, like, before I'm done, I really want to see how far I can separate myself from every other person in the sport. Yeah. Like, I really hope that's Jones, but I, until I see some manifestation of that, like, outside the cage, I I think he's still just living his same old life.
0: I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But this is a good start, though. Hopefully, this is a good start. And, yeah, man. Props to Jones for just, yeah man, the, the, this could be a great comeback story as long as he gets himself out of trouble. Yeah. This is
1: it, that was like an all-time great performance.
0: Right. Literally.
1: I'm talking freaking um I don't know. Um like uh, among all-time great performances like uh Max Holloway uh, knocking out Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor taking the lightweight title off Eddie Alvarez. Um, (laughs) TJ and Burrell, TJ and Burrell, um, Dos Anjos and um, Pettis. Like it it was an all-time great performance, and when you take the title like that, so props to Jones, props to Team Jackson,
0: and props to DC man,
1: and props to DC. Uh, uh, Like I I know the rumor is like if he lost, he was going to go back to heavyweight, but after getting knocked out like that he has a desk job like with fs one and doing the announce team thing and like, i don't know like if he wants to go back to heavyweight all the power to him john jones is falling right behind him though like yeah. do, you, do you just sit on your hands and wait for jones to move up cuz he's going to go fight brock and you know the first, if he beats cuz that's going to happen in 2018 like there's no doubt in my mind unless Unless they do the Gustafson fight in December or November and, like, Jones just freaking gets cold cocked. And then they do, like, the trilogy bout for that. But they're they're going to make the Lesnar fight. Jones wants it. Lesnar wants it. You know WME wants it. Right. <laughs> and if, cause if that fight happens, Jones is going to destroy Lesnar. And uh, they're going to give him the whoever has the heavyweight title at the time.
0: Boy. <laughs> we'll see, man. I'm so glad Jones is back though. If it makes things a lot more interesting. But this it, is
1: the first like big feeling fight of twenty seventeen yeah. MMA. Like it had the story, it had like the talent. It just had everything going for it. And
0: everybody well mostly everybody I would say. Like delivered. Like on point. But yeah, I, from Cormier, I don't know what a I'm not mad if he goes to heavyweight. I'm not mad if he retires. Like, I feel like at this point at 205... I'm right. not
1: mad if he takes a year off and just waits to see what Jones does. Right, yeah,
0: like, at this... but like... But at the same
1: time, does he want to go through that shit again where, like, oh, he's not the real champion if he ends up having to fight Gus and beats him? Like, there's, there's not a lot left for him. Yeah. And there's somebody else we forgot to mention in this whole conversation who also fought in this card.
0: Oh, we'll get to him. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to him. He's lurking. He's... He's, he's lurking in the waters but uh yeah, yeah shout outs to both these dudes man the awesome main event that Kat, two
1: all time greats
0: yeah definitely yeah. definitely. one,
1: one just so happens to be the greatest to ever do this right
0: <laughs> <laughs> um moving on to the co-main event Uh I'll be honest this is the one fight that I wasn't even really mad at this fight because I wasn't surprised that it kind of went the way it did so I, I can't even really say I was surprised, but uh uh Tyron Woodley defended his Walter title against Damian Maya. And what was probably the least exciting actually probably uh, and on the main card, this was definitely the most least exciting fight. Um I personally think the
1: Brooks fight was uh the Brooks uh Shelton fight was worse, but
0: I, I can't coast I didn't see it, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't.
1: yeah. but uh, um, Woodley Woodley ends up taking this up fifty forty five 49, 46, 49, 46 on all judges' scorecards. Um, I enjoyed the fight. Like, I, I didn't watch... So, I fell asleep during the... Um, in between the second and third round of the cyborg Avenger fight. Mm. And then I woke up just in time for this to start. And it, by the time I woke up, I, I was reading, like, Oh, Cyborg won the title. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and I saw the first two rounds... Fell asleep between the two rounds. Um between two and three, it woke up and watched three, four, and five this morning. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say I don't know if that made you enjoy the fight if you just fell asleep.
1: <laughs> well no, like I, 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 I have a baby schedule, bro. Like I, I can't I've been I was up since like five o'clock yesterday.
0: Oh man. Yeah.
1: working uh, on Saturday sucks, y'all.
0: Oh yeah, I do had I I, I I had to work off. oh well, luckily I didn't have to wait work early, but I worked a closing shift, so
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Saturday working is not fun. Um
1: Yeah. Don't grow yeah. up. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the moral of the story.
0: But it
1: wasn't um a terrible yeah. fight. It is just... like people were saying this is like the worst title fight in UFC history. I'm like not dude, a... we had we had Holly Holm during and Ronda Me fight in like February. How you gonna say that? <laughs> With like a straight face? <laughs> But um, I thought it was a fine fight. Like this is basically what kind of expected. Like you said, like yeah, Woodley was... peppered him with um, not full blast power shots, but like enough to just mark up Maya's face. Yeah, he was active enough, like to keep it interesting. Like it's not like at any point these two dudes were just staring at each other. Like the Wonder Boy uh, Woodley, the second one.
0: Like, I think. Maya, I think people are just waiting for that kill shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, when you have power like Woodley's, uh, like, if you don't knock somebody out, it's just held
0: against you. Yeah, for whatever reason. (laughs) It's like... Like, I get it. Like, you're not going to overextend against a dude like Maya, who you know, the minute he gets you on the ground, you're done. Like... Like,
1: I I think a lot of the... um, The the animosity for uh, Woodley just comes from the fact that people think he can do more and like even in the post fight I'll I say this, in the post fight interview like it just it, like Woodley was just talking all calm like the dude hadn't broken a sweat like, if you go back and like listen to the interview he's just talking all normal like no heavy breathing just, like no signs of he just went 25 minutes in a fight but it was kind of actually funny
0: <laughs> he was just like... He was like, I put on a phenomenal performance. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it is, it is what it is, man. Like, I don't... Yeah, it wasn't, like, the most exciting fight. But, like, props to Woodley. He stuffed something like 17. It was some ridiculous Oh, step. yeah,
1: he stuffed, <laughs> like, 20 takedowns.
0: Yeah, man, like,
1: like... He didn't just stuff. He stuffed them and then disengaged.
0: Yeah, Be- like, he because, was really smart with...
1: Yeah, because a lot of the time with... Um, with people fight Meyer, they stuff the first one, they're like, oh, okay, I'm done. And then he'll just wrap up a leg and go the other way. So, props to Woodley. He was really smart.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he did what he had to do to win, basically. Sure, nobody died. Nobody got decapitated. He didn't, you know, wasn't like the Robbie fight, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But, uh, I guess from what I've been hearing rumblings is that Dana wasn't too happy with the performance, so, um, <laughs>
1: so now it's GSP, Michael Bisbing Yeah, <laughs> and and I guess they're going to give Robbie his rematch.
0: I mean, I'm I'm not mad at that, and yeah, we'll definitely get to that fight. I'm I'm not, I wouldn't be mad at a a Robbie rematch, you know. Yeah, but it, it is what it is. But I mean, pops to Maya though that like I'm I'm just happy he finally got a title shot at 39 years old. The fact that he's even still like, around, and still hanging with top competition, and beating most of them is, like, crazy. But,
1: like, this is the first fight where at 170 where Maya just looked completely um outgunned. Like, he he gave Jake Shields and uh, Rory McDonald all types of shit in those fights. Like, if you go back and watch him, he, like, at one point, he mounts Robert, uh, Rory McDonald, and is just, like, pe- like, peppering away at him, trying to get, like, him to give up his back so he gave her a nigga choke but this is the first time like Maya's just been straight up out of his depth
0: yeah I don't think I, he, he had nothing
1: <laughs> I will say I thought going into this fight um Maya has unip, unip, uh, underappreciated uh, striking abilities like here we saw him land the la- the straight left um, when he fights a guy who um who is a southpaw He has he has actually has a pretty good jab, he's just a defensively terrible fighter because he has no react like he like his reaction to any type of offense coming at him is to jump like four or five feet out the way, which is where a lot of the the, a lot of um I guess Woodley's hesitance comes from like he was getting tagged with those left hands when Maya threw them and then when he would go to engage Maya Maya would jump out the way and Woodley refused to follow because he'd get tagged by those left hands. So, yeah, yeah, you know, it was a fine fight.
0: Whatever. Yeah, it was. It was. It is what it is. We'll see Woodley again, whether you hate him or not. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how they do this whole GSP thing. And
1: I, I hope. <laughs> I hope Woodley just wins fights like these for like the next five, six years. <laughs> like, just like force Dana's hand. <laughs> like make Dana white hate him. <laughs> Like no more knockouts for Woodley just like he just straight up wins like really slow paced low volume (laughs) striking fights for the rest of his career
0: we'll see we'll definitely see but yeah that's it's gonna be interesting to see how that uh that that fight turns out forget that this card was three title fights like almost like
1: well one of them was just like a formality yeah so, it's
0: uh moving, <laughs> moving, moving on.
1: Speaking of which, yeah,
0: um, Chris Cyborg uh, makes a UFC return this time for a title against uh, former Invicta um, bantamweight champ Tanya Avenger. Um,
1: it, it, so we can't call this the inaugural featherweight UFC featherweight title fight because Jermaine Germaine is was technically. And it's still technically, I guess, the UFC lineal, by the way, champion.
0: <laughs> that whole situation was just hilarious. Like, oh, man. I don't even know what this division... I mean, I'm I'm so happy that boys in the UFC and I'm glad Tanya Avenger got a look, too. But, like, this division just confuses me because I don't know... I don't know what they're going to do next. I'm
1: fine with this division if they do what they did today, and every six months they just drag Cyborg out to he- co-headline a like an international fight week, um, an MSG card or a card in like December where they're really trying to stack it on at the end of the year and like just up the rate, uh, like up the PPV p- uh buy rate for like the year, where they just throw like two or three title fights on the card. Like if they can do that and they just like using Invicta to find challengers yeah i'd be i'm down with that like just like have like four women tournaments in Invicta, and the winner gets to go fight like cyborg
0: <laughs> i mean i feel like at this point that's all you can do like
1: and, and like, it may like and if you're impressed enough by some of them like uh like a megan anderson or um if felicia spencer ever gets like to that level and you're like impressed enough with them like take them on too and have them fight the women who also can't beat Cyborg.
0: No, yeah. man. But in in terms of the fight, and I, I was saying this a while ago about Cyborg, like, like I'm like the vintage Cyborg. We like I feel like we all saw like in the when she fought Gina Carano, like those fights back then. Like I feel like she just like night and day, huh?
1: Night and day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah. Know where you going with this? Yeah, hey, like
0: no. he would just straight blitz people, and you would just die because you just couldn't take the pressure. But now she's even scarier because she doesn't, like, she's so much more patient now. And she doesn't, like, blow her wide trying to just go for the finish. Like, she'll patiently wait. N- now it's like a slow kill. Like, <laughs> it's a slow, painful, like, every shot she does throw is probably going to kill you. And props to Evinger for somehow. She ate some shots in this fight, man. Like, yeah some really hard, just brutal, and I mean, and she wasn't like backing out either, she wasn't shying away, she was firing back, she landed a few good shots, but Cyborg just seems so just much physically stronger, and just
1: like. <laughs> Tanya evenger's a really strong 135-er, like Cyborg made her freaking look like, um, I don't know, like a straw weight.
0: Yeah, just
1: like she tossed her around like she weighed thirty pounds, like the
0: <laughs> right. And there were moments I, I can't. I, I think it was in the first where, like, I mean, I'm I'm sure getting hit by a cyborg that like is excruciatingly painful, but like it's a life changing experience. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she caught Evanger with like what looked like on the screen. It didn't look like a punch that she even threw like a lot of weight in, like. like she just like flicked her arm out but like it rocked her and i just like how hard does she i mean i don't want to find out from personal experience but like (laughs) i just want to know like how hard does she hit man because she it just seems like every punch she throws is just like it it could be it like i don't understand how evinger like I feel like it was a win just to go three rounds. Like anybody else probably would have died in the first and like, we ever talked
1: about the finishing scene once, where Avenger just eats three clean knees to the head then drops.
0: Yeah. It was was just
1: savage.
0: Yeah, it was it was a beastly just beastly performance and it's just like I don't know, man. I don't I don't know.
1: I, I can't think of another time in any division, maybe, like, the light heavyweight, not even, because there's still DC and, um, and Gus, and I guess Rumble, since he's talking about this fight might, that fight might, um, bring back his flame for the sport, but whatever, but I can't think of another time in any division where there is such an athletic, such a technical, like, such a, just an experience gap, between the number one fighter and literally every single other fighter
0: in the division? <laughs> God. Yeah, she is who does she get next? Like what do you even what do you do after this? I think well, I read somewhere that um she's interested in fighting Holly, so I don't know. Holly
1: Holm or Megan Anderson or um I don't know, maybe they forced Ger- Jermaine Durand to be the fighter at threat of like getting cut like I, I don't know I, I don't know after that like what you do with her but
0: for the immediate future probably Megan Anderson yeah it's, I, I wouldn't mind the deronomy fight just for like, like yeah, it's like a formality like hey you were the champ so you probably should kind of fight Cyborg just for like a just because situation but yeah, I wouldn't be mad at the Megan Anderson. Really, I'm not mad at it either. Like at this point, I just want to see Cyborg fight. So yeah, I kind of like, don't care who they throw in there. Just, <laughs> just if they're half a name, hey man, why not? Just go in there, see, see what you can do. Um,
1: when they made this fight, I I I kind of was upset because um, well, I was upset, but uh, it, it wasn't because I don't like Tanya Avenger. 'cause Tanya Evans is cool, like like I you go on Twitter and you read tales of from like Julie Key, like no, she's gone into fights with people in Walmart parking lots before, like just straight up fights, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that sounds awesome, <laughs> like, that sounds like the type of fighter I want to see him in, in my cage fighting, right, but um, Evavenger's whole thing was that she eats punishment while she tries to close range and, like, physically overpower her opponent and try to drag her into, like, the drag them into the late rounds and just stop them on attrition. Like, you're not going to do... You're not going to out-muscle or but just out-tough Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I, I th- the Hiroko-Yamanaka fight, I think that's her name, the dominatrix lady, mm. who was at one point, like, the number two or three featherweight in the world, they the fight lasted like 15 seconds but it the fight starts with um the the fight ends with both of them connecting on a punch and like Hiroko lands clean like it, it, it's a not a picture perfect power punch because she gets hit in return but she lands clean and cyborg eats it like it's nothing you just straight like straight up like if a fly had landed on our forehead or something like that <laughs> no so point being you're not going to just out tough and try to go gun for gun with Cyborg and just eventually beat her not at all like, if you're going to over- and if you're going to do it it's definitely not going to be the way Avenger does it where you she takes her opponent down and grounds her out that way it's going to be on the feet you're going to have to overwhelm her and you're going to have to land more than once and you're going to have to be throwing in, like, volume, which is why I kind of like the Anderson fight, even though I thought she was going to get stomped inside of a round. Like, maybe she'll show a new wrinkle in Cyborg's game, you know you're what right. I mean? But, um, yeah, no, I-, I don't see how you beat Cyborg.
0: You try. You put up a valiant effort and just hope you don't get killed. <laughs> but, like,
1: maybe. <laughs> You roll for, like, a leg lock?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. At this point, like, you just gotta do something just unexpected. Just, I don't know, come out with a wheel kick. <laughs> do one of those Fabricio or Doom, end of the dragon kicks to start off the fight. Like,
1: but the thing is, like, her athletic gap with everybody else. How Cyborg isn't, like, an Olympian at something, a boxer or like a judica or a wrestler or freaking even a soccer player or something is just beyond me because she's one of the most athletic women I've ever seen
0: Man, and just a <laughs> real quick note before I end before we get off this fight for all the people who wanted to see who who were like so confident that like Ronda would have beat Cyborg back in the day y'all should be glad that fight never happened
1: oh god dude um <laughs> Ronda versus the cyborg that fought Gina Carano? Maybe. Ronda versus the cyborg that fought Marlos Kunin the second time? Hell no. mm 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 mm. Mar uh freaking Oh god, I I I always wanted to think about
0: it. Cyborg would have starched her so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you guys thought the Holly KO was vicious, like Cyborg would have like literally lifted her head off her shoulder
1: especially at 145 yeah like 140 135 maybe maybe freaking cyborg uh maybe she just bum rushes cyborg and gets her down and cyborg tires out that way but like at 145 not nah, forget about
0: it you're done you're done uh, just,
1: that fight was supposed to happen in strike force
0: <laughs> boy <laughs>
1: oh my god that hype
0: train would have got exploded really early <laughs>
1: There would be no women in the UFC.
0: Right, <laughs> that division would have never. the division would have never happened. Invicta would have never ended up on Fight Pass.
1: Okay. <laughs> <Hey,
0: laughs> rumor, r-
1: rumor is Ronda's coming back. Fight Misha Tate for the third time. Yeah, the funniest freaking part about that is, if they had just given Misha Tate the third freaking fight like they promised her when she beat What was uh, was it? It, it was Jessica I right, or was it um? Yeah. I think it was Jessica eye. Yeah. So if they had given her the freaking fight, like they promised her sh- if she won, they were going to do, instead of giving it to Holly Holm, Rousey might still be champion. <laughs> 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 they still might have their million-plus draw. Oh, boy. <laughs> so.
0: We'll see. I we'll...
1: wonder if they ever learned their lesson. <laughs> I, obviously not, because... Yeah.
0: Yeah, that... yeah
1: so. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh,
0: why would she fight... I mean, I don't know. I don't get why she comes back to fight Misha a third time, though. Like, you've beat her twice. I mean, if you're WME, I get why you make the fight. People are going to watch. It's it's a money grab.
1: So, apparently, her um, movie career post um, two losses in a row, or even post the Holly fight... Has yeah, happened. it isn't going There's, well. It's not going well. She yep. signed that deal with Lifetime. Um, Did not go in her favor. Um the the movie she had before the um the home fight kind of fell through after the home fight,
0: um I mean I'm... and
1: for last I heard like the the uh, the director for uh the what's that movie called with Patrick Swayze Roadhouse Roadhouse the the Roadhouse remake that she was supposed to star in so the director sent her to go get acting classes so that's how that's going yeah
0: right? I was gonna say like I don't know why people thought the whole Hollywood thing was gonna blow up like she's Fighter, yes. Come back to fight. That's that's what that's get a different coach. But like fighting, that's definitely your thing. Like you can continue. If this was, if this was the eighties, maybe, and,
1: and and she didn't have to be an actor. And she could just be like this freaking like badass who just tosses people around the 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 screen. Like yeah,
0: right. But, but if, if she, she had the eighties part, and yeah, she's a terrible yeah. actor. Terrible, terrible. Like. <laughs> When she was in, what was that, Fast 7? I can't remember. One of those Fast 7 yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, she was awful in that movie. Just And not The Bachelor, but literally, she was she was awful. Like, there's no other way to describe it, but...
1: No, 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 she's not a good actor.
0: <laughs> not at all.
1: <laughs> I, I was kind of hoping her bio movie did well, uh, like, came out because, like, she has a fascinating story. Like, we, it's not uh, often we get to see, like, big-budget movies about, like, a Judica, so I was hoping that came around, but Seems to have fizzled out after the home loss and yeah. just nailing the coffin after the Amanda Nunes loss. Yeah, yeah I, ho- I
0: hope. I hope she comes back though with with a different coach. Like,
1: a... uh, from what I heard, she's still at Glendale. Oh, boy.
0: Well, yeah, I'm not even good. Gonna... She, <laughs>
1: she is
0: not. She
1: is not. I've heard tales, and I think I told you this like off the, the podcast, like the story about her getting chased out the gym. Like when she before she went to Glendale's,
0: she got chased out of the gym. I can't remember. Okay,
1: she okay. She didn't get chased out the gym, but from the story I heard, she got caught with like a she was sparring with some dude, and like he caught her with like a jab. Like it, it, it apparently wasn't like anything crazy, but like she kind of broke down, started like broke down like ran to the grab bag and left. Like, like she like just kind of like yeah like emotionally broke apart like she's she's a fragile human being
0: Ugh. yeah that's not that's not a good look but i I hope she i hope she comes back and and does well but yeah uh,
1: yeah same because like she's i think she's good for the sport
0: yeah and she's she's you know as much as i wasn't like a huge fan like she is very talented and, like, if she could fix the holes in her game, she would probably be nearly unstoppable. But, you know, Coach Edmund, whatever. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. But, uh.
1: Bankruptcy. That's what he said. <laughs> he, he she never paid him a dime, man. That's what he said.
0: Yeah. He shouldn't be paid that dime. I wouldn't if I lost that under your watch that terribly. <laughs> Moving on uh, to the next fight, uh, in my mind, this was my co-main event. Um, Donald Cerrone, Robbie Lawler. I mean, there was no other way this fight could have gone other than extremely violent. And um, yeah, I was I was definitely pleased <laughs> with what I saw. Um, how do you feel about this? Who you who would you score for?
1: Um, I'm biased. Like Robbie Lawler is the most exciting fighter in MMA history in my eyes, and it's like not even
0: close. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I, I had him, uh, I had him winning uh, two to one, twenty nine, twenty eight. But like there's there's no reason you couldn't give that fight to Donald Cerrone as well. It was super close. It was. I actually think it was like one of the best striking performances of uh, Cerrone's career. Yeah,
0: he um, I think he got a little outworked in the first. Robbie definitely. Robbie came out guns blazing, just.
1: Uh, he's pretty yeah. pretty storm
0: he just sprinted in the first. Crazy clinch work, uppercuts, elbows, just completely blitzed Cerrone in the first round. But
1: I, I was worried he was going to punch himself out.
0: Yeah, see, I was wondering if... I, I think he might have had a small dump because it seemed like in the second round like he wasn't as pressured forward as he was in the first, and Cerrone was able to like work better at range, and he definitely started getting busy with the hands. He was landing some really good combinations. And I, I think Robbie, I don't know. I think Robbie did have like a temporary dump because it just seemed like that second round Cerrone just was in, he was in much better control. I had them 1-1 one, one going into the third. Um, the first time I watched it in real time, I gave it to Robbie. I rewatched it this morning. I thought Cerrone won. But I'm not gonna argue the decision because, like you said, I think this is one of those fights that no matter who you would have picked and gave the decision to, I, I wouldn't argue against it. Like it, it was that close of a fight. But yeah, Cerrone did. He looked really good though. I w- I was worried that this fight would be violent up until the point that Cerrone would like get clipped and then he would just fade away. <laughs> but
1: that's the thing. Like I like, I was surprised he ate what he ate in the first. Yeah, know, like, yeah. But. Uh, I was my worry in this fight was just like we see these two fight and they both be just kind of shells of their for, like former selves, because they're both coming off knockout losses. Um, they're both had just a whole career of just straight up wars, and uh, they both went out there and uh, I, I want to say Robbie looked a little bit not chinnier, but like more vulnerable than he, he has in the past like even the even the uh fight with um with uh Roy McDonald he he kind of just ate everything that came at him and didn't stop coming forward but yeah here he looked uh he, he there were a few times where Cerrone hit him and it, it was apparent he was hurt not hurt hurt as in rocked but like oh Okay. Yeah, like and I can't. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I can't I can't muscle my way through that. So I'm 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 gonna take my foot off the gas here for a sec. But no, they both look pretty good. Otherwise, like really good actually.
0: Yeah, I love how it's like Cerrone. I feel like there aren't like there are moments where like you think you're safe and you're not when you fight him. Like every brief moment, like after a clinch, he'll still throw an elbow or a head kick. Or <laughs> like he'll throw something like after a clinster Where like he always keeps you honest that you can't keep your guard down because he'll throw something slick if you're not paying attention to what's going on. Um, yeah, man, this fight was just nice and just violent. Just <laughs> it was what I hoped to see. And then yeah, I was surprised though that like Cerrone did as well as he did. He definitely he definitely took it to Robbie. And I don't know why people were booing. I mean, I get it. It was a close fight. Probably mad that Cerrone lost, but, like, that fight was awesome. I don't understand what people were complaining about.
1: Yeah, I think Soroni's kind of just more popular than um, Robbie.
0: Yeah, nah, probably that, too.
1: That's, that's probably just it. Like It was a close fight. The popular dude always gets a nod. But Whatever. Robbie, any day uh, Rob, Robbie Lawler gets a win it's a good day. Yeah, man.
0: Nice and nice violent win. I wonder what I don't know what. Well, I guess we we'll have to wait to see what that title picture turns out to be. I feel like it's kind I, of a mess I, up there. I, I
1: I think Woodley lost himself the um the GSP, GSP. fight. Yeah, because like I said, uh, we've talked about this before. I don't think GSP wants to fight um Woodley because the cost benefit is just. Not in his favor. Mm-hmm. Like, he could go win that fight, but at the same time, he's going to get the crap beating out him like Maya did en route to winning the fight. In fact, it probably looks a lot like the Hendricks fight. And all he would get from doing that is re-winning his welterweight title that he, like, left four years ago. Like, there, there, there is no winning for him there. Yeah. Except, like, he gets a, bit, he gets a payday, but, like, the payday versus Michael Bisping, probably slightly bigger, probably takes slightly less damage, or a lot less damage. Probably just uses the easier route to victory. Yeah,
0: (laughs) We'll see. But yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Robbie Robbie get the Willie rematch, and I'm always game for Cerrone in any fight. I I don't care who he fights. I was actually thinking, like, after that fight was over, I would love to see Cerrone and Condit, if Condit's ever gonna I think Condit's gone. Things done. I'm, I'm still keeping hope alive, but like I don't, <laughs> my heart won't let me let <laughs> my heart won't let me let Kanda go. Like I just. I, I, have,
1: I, I, I think Condit. The only reason Condit's not retired is because he thinks he can get the Nick fight.
0: Hmm. Are, they, are they still trying to make that a thing?
1: They they tried before. I, I'm assuming they don't have a lot of things to offer Diaz. So that's gotta be one of them. Condit GSP um away title fight maybe Anderson Silva teased it didn't he that he wanted the rematch
0: Did oh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at that again
1: Let's do it again It yeah. produced the most magical moment <laughs> in my <laughs> history with Diaz is laying down the floor
0: <laughs> yeah at this this point man yeah that I'm I'm not mad at either of those but props to Cerrone man I was a Awesome fight by both. Awesome performance by both. Could have gave it to either of them. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing both these guys again.
1: Uh, yeah, like, nobody loses anything here. Like, Cerrone goes it's 0-2 in his last two, but he looked great. And Cerrone's never going to get fired. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. so, like I think, like, they gave Diego Sanchez, like, a big-ass leash. Like, hey, Donald Cerrone will be in
0: the UFC, like, 10 years from now. Right, forever. Like, <laughs> the day you see Cerrone get cut, that's the day you should worry. Like... <laughs> yeah. the, the the Exactly.
1: The day that Cerrone gets cut is the day that, like, he can no longer form complete sentences. And the UFC has to let him go before he just straight up dies <laughs> in their cage.
0: Right. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he, he's going to be around in wars for a while. Um. On to a next fight that wasn't much of a war... Um
1: <laughs> I, I, it was a one-sided war.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it was a, a bomb. <laughs> like this is the one fight on the card that kind of hurt my feelings. I I wanted Manoa to get the win, but um yeah, uh in 42 seconds, uh Vulcan, <laughs> no time owes the bear uh just quickly just dispatches <laughs> Manoa. Like they started off kind of just feeling each other out, a few strikes here and there. And then they got to a clinch that I think Mandel initiated. And then just like real quick, man, I think Vulcan hit him with like a left and then an uppercut. And like in real time, I didn't even really see it. Like it happened so fast. And I think the uppercut rocked him. And then after he backed up, it was just, that was just it. (laughs) He got backed up. I think he ate a left. And then, like, he got pushed to the ground. I think his head, like, bounced off the... Dude, like, yeah, that's the whole thing that knocked him out. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, the, the punch definitely rocked him. Not to take the, away from the punch. The punch, the, the punch, hurt,
1: him. The, the punch hurt him, but goddamn, his head bounced yeah. off the damn mad like a basketball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, I felt really bad for him, man. Like, it, that, that fall was just vicious. And then the ground and pound afterwards. It was like, man, he, this guy's done. And, yeah, it, like, he he got up and he was like trying to wrestle the ref and it was like, Oh no. Like he, it was one of those knock, like it was a great knockout, but like, it was one of those where like, I just, I felt really bad for him. Like it was, but props to, to Vulcan though, man. Like he, he came in there and wasted no time. Like literally just, he he just went in and starched him. Just... And so
1: just to put this into perspective for everybody, Three years ago, five fights ago, Vulcan Olsomir was fighting on Bellator one fifteen, getting beat up and submitted by Kelly Undenson. <laughs> five fights later, he's a UFC light heavyweight title contender. Your fortunes can flip in a very short amount of time.
0: <laughs> Was it him? I can't remember the. I can't remember if I'm mixing up my fights. Was the Serkinov fight? Was that like the Phantom Punch KO? Was that
1: him? That that's the one where he hit him literally right behind the ear. Thirty okay, seconds. Okay, yeah, that fight. was him.
0: Yeah, like this guy, man. <laughs> he's just starching people. But like, don't push the clinch
1: with Volkan Ostimir.
0: Yeah, that's the moral of the story. You clinch and you lose, and. I mean, at 27 years old, he's 3-0 and in the UFC. And, I mean, like, all of his wins are against pretty good competition. Like, he beat OSP, split decision, killed Cirkunov, and then he just killed Manoa. And just like that, this man is probably like a fight away from a title shot.
1: Watch them fight. Watch them fight Glover next and lose.
0: Because <laughs> that's the way these things go, right? Right. Like,
1: like you you build up a head of steam, then they have you fight Glover to share, then you
0: lose. Right, and then Glover just makes you look extra yeah. average. I was thinking of um, I know ranking wise it probably wouldn't make sense, but I feel like at two hundred five, I don't care about rankings at this point. Like, <laughs> just get whoever you can in there.
1: All the best light heavyweights, nine. the top five, are currently fighting in Bellator.
0: Where is that, um, oh, he's, yeah, he's not ranked. I mean, he only fought once, because I was thinking of that Reyes kid. Uh, I was thinking of him. I was,
1: man, like, he only has one fight. Yeah, let no. him build. Let him get at least one more fight <laughs> before he fights a top five guy. Because that's how these things go.
0: Uh, What's, what, what's Latifi doing? Oh, no, he's got a fight lined up, I think.
1: He is fighting um Tyson Pedro.
0: Where's uh where's Corey Anderson been?
1: Uh recovering from what Jimmy Manoway did to him.
0: Oh yeah, that oh yeah the that... <laughs> Yeah, so I mean Ozdemir, I guess other cause I don't know if Shogun has a fight booked.
1: He's fighting OSP in Japan. Why are they redoing that? Like Because Shogun's on the biggest win streak of his UFC <laughs> career. <laughs> like what? This, is, this is, like, he's on a three-fight win streak. This is the biggest win streak of his UFC career. Like, not no joke. Like, the last time he's won more than one fight in a row in the UFC was when he beat Mark Coleman and Chuck Liddell in
0: 2009. I um, <laughs> didn't know that. Man, so, yeah, man, Vul- Vulcan's arrived. <laughs> Shogun Shogun's legitimately one left
1: hook away from being a UFC ty- uh, like a UFC title contender again. He's currently the number four guy in the division.
0: Man, that is that's wild. That is
1: Ima- imagine if DC retires, he just moves up.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Or he's number six. Oh, never mind. Still though, like he's still like he's there. He's he's in the
1: He's knocking on the door.
0: Yeah, he's at the door. Him and Vulcan and yeah. I guess Vol- I guess Vulcan should have I don't know. That's they're the thing. though. Guff,
1: they're gonna do Guseson. Like it's it's not even like props to Vulcan Ozdemir, but there's no way they don't give Gusfson the title shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the only way Vulcan was gonna get a title shot this year was if Manua and Jones pulled out.
0: Yeah, the stars would have had to align, but I mean, I guess Volkan can fight Glover, but yeah, the thing with that fight is like you want fresh faces, but Glover seems to turn all of the fresh faces away. He just beats the crap out of them.
1: Maybe he fights the winner of Tyson Pedro or Latifi.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> they keep him away from Glover, but I yeah. guess it would be good though. Like if 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 Pedro wins and beats Latifi, because I feel like he's kind of a. I mean, like Latifi's been around for a bit. So, I feel like if Pedro wins, at least you get two really fresh faces to kind of see who can, you know, potentially it's, that next guy.
1: It's weird hearing you say that because, like, God, he has been around for a while. Yeah, right? like... Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, like, eight fights since, like, 2013. Like, it feels weird because I feel like I rarely ever see Latifi. Like, I'm always curious where
0: he is. <laughs> Yeah, man, he's, I think, yeah, people forget, like, he's been in the game for a minute. Like, he's he's been here for a while. I remember when he was, like, the top prospect because he was training with, like, Gus. Yeah, you know? like, that was the story. Like, he's the other guy from that camp that, you know, we all should be paying attention to. He probably beats everybody
1: in, like, a straight-up weightlifting contest, though.
0: Dude is built like a, he's literally, like, he's built like the Hulk. Like, it's, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary to watch, but... Man, props to Ozdemir. Um Yeah, man. Keep uh keep getting people in the clinch and just making them feel like they're safe before you just kill them. <laughs> but um yeah, that was the main card. Awesome main card, but on to some of these prelims, which were also awesome. Um oh hold up. Let me scroll down here. Alright, so we had uh Ricardo Lamas and Oh God, what was oh god, who Somebody Hick called, Diaz. No, no, no. Uh well, I know the Hick Diaz, but uh god, what a, was it? Cruz. Somebody called him the Hillbilly Zombie. I can't, I can't remember who said that. <laughs> but yeah. one of the announcers, I can't remember if it was one of them called him the Hillbilly Zombie. I was like I kind of like that name. But Hick Diaz, I think that that sticks. I'm, I'm not I like both of them, but Llamas, uh, Jason Knight, um I was anticipating this fight. Um I'm not surprised that it went the way it did. Um, con- I mean, Knight has looked good in his first... I think he fought twice, right? He fought Bruce Leroy and Twice or three times?
1: Three times. Three. Four, actually. Uh, he fought Kawajiri. Oh yeah. uh, wait. He, no, wait. No, he's fought a bunch more than that. He fought Kawajiri, Ehlers, Hooker, uh, Bruce Leroy, Chaskelly, and now Lamas. Oh, man. I forgot. So he yeah. was 4-1 in the UFC
0: heading into this fight. But, I mean, he looked good in those fights, but this is a huge step up in competition, like a a really big leap. And I mean, I can't say it was too much too soon considering he was like four, one or five and one before this. I mean, I guess, you know, they just wanted to see where, you know, true barometer is. Um, I thought it was weird that, um, I can't remember the sequence. Like there was a point where like they were on the ground. I think he went for like a knee bar or something and he ended up not getting it or whatever. And then like it was weird when they first stood up, like, after that sequence was over. Because Jason, I don't know what happened. He looked so like nonchalant, like I don't know, like <laughs> because he just got caught with a right that I feel like he could have avoided if he was just like more aware of what was going on. But that's just that's just Jason Knight's thing. <laughs> he he
1: he's hick like Diaz. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like,
0: he just got up so lackadaisical, like like he just there was no, like, awareness or, like, oh, snap, I'm fighting, I should probably protect myself. Because he just got up and he just ate... A van- I can't remember if it was a right or a left. He ate a punch. <laughs> that, that, like, just clearly that, just yeah, stunned no, him. Yeah, no. Like,
1: that whole ending sequence where he's just getting the shit beat down along the cage and he's trying to circle away, but he can't get away. God, like... Heading into this, I thought... um. Jason Knight was just too hittable against like against Ricardo Lamas of all people because like Lamas doesn't have any particular skill he excels at he's a really good athlete, he hits pretty hard but he's not like this amazing takedown wrestler, he's not this amazing striker he's Um, just solid everywhere but he's solid everywhere and he's like the best opportunist in MMA maybe um, Yoel Romero Edges him out in the area, but like, if you give him an inch, he'll take it a mile. Yeah. Like you screw up, he's gonna be—he's gonna make you pay. It—it it, show—it it, kind of shows why um, the only people to beat him in the UFC have been Aldo, Mendez, and Holloway. Guys like guys who can either get him out of there early, or who just can fight the perfect fight for like five rounds. Cause. If you're off, like, remember the ending to the um, which fight was it? Well, the Bermuda's fight, the Swanson fight, and the Co- Coke fight. Do you remember the endings to those?
0: Um, I remember the turn on the Swanson fight. Oh no, I'm getting it mixed up with the Holloway fight. <sighs> okay, no, I'm drawing a blank.
1: So in the Bermuda's fight, he literally drops Bermuda's with a jab. Oh, no, yeah, I didn't remember.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. And then then guillotines him, like, instantly. In the Coke fight, like, Coke is, like, doing his thing. He's not getting outworked. I I actually think, if I remember right, he won the first round. But in the second round, he kind of just trips, falls down, and gets the shit beat out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, elbows, like, his eyes are all cut up and everything.
0: Was he losing that Bermuda fight? I feel like he
1: no, the, the Bermuda's fight was not even two minutes long.
0: But like before, like that jab happened. Like I, 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 I don't
1: think so. I, I can't remember. remember. I can't remember anything before the jab and the, the freaking the guillotine. Yeah.
0: Either way, yeah, that was that was vicious. And and then
1: and then the Swanson fight, like Swanson just like gets lackadaisical for a second and gives up an arm triangle. Like Ricardo Lamas will make you pay for just having a lapse in judgment. Jason Knight, for all his um, his toughness, is, uh, is still a guy who will give up one on the feet to to give you back one, and that's not going to work against Lamas. Like, right. so props to Lamas. That's this is a fight like this that just shows you why he's a top five guy at featherweight, like perpetually for like the fa- past five years, despite the fact. Most people probably don't even remember who he is. Right. Which is insane because he's
0: extremely violent when he wants to be. And he's had, like, a lot of good fights.
1: Yeah, he's beat the Bronx, he's beat Diego Sanchez, He beat Bermudas, Swanson, Yoki,
0: Uh He's, like, never Cole. not been in the top ten. Right. <laughs>
1: Dude, he's been a top five featherweight since he's been in the UFC. Yeah. Dude, he's really freaking good. It's just... Sometimes his performances, like, he's such an opportunist and his performances otherwise are so passe that it just doesn't seem like it. Like, he'll be losing a fight and all of a sudden win it. Much like somebody else on this card.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, props to Lamas. Uh, Awesome finishing sequence. Um I mean, still uh props to Knight. Pretty sure we'll see him again. Uh
1: Jason Knight has a career being like a Fox card opener. Yeah, because he's just too fun not to put on Fox. Right. And,
0: yeah. So you want violence? You can you can just throw him in there and you'll you'll get some violence. God. Um. On to this next fight, which was this is a really interesting matchup. Uh Algermaine Sterling and Hennan Burrell. Um I was like really interested in this fight, but I was not sure how it was gonna go. go. Because I feel like with, <clears throat> with Algermaine, I I really like Algermaine, but like sometimes I'm just not sure what I'm gonna get <laughs> when he fights. Sometimes I get really good performances, other times I'm left kind of scratching my head. And then with Burrell, I kind of feel like the same way. Like, I just, I just, at this point in, well, probably more for Burrell than Aljamain. Because I feel like Aljamain still has time to, like, get better. But, like, with Burrell, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to get from you at this point. Like, I don't know where your head is or, you know. But Aljamain looked pretty good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing with these last, I want to say, like, two to three fights. He's been... He's been looking pretty good. Um, I think... I think I can't remember how the first round of this fight went. I feel like Burrell spent a lot of time on top.
1: Yeah, no. Um, Sterling went for like, a spinning wheel kick, fell, and Burrell got on top of him and just kind of rolled him out for yeah. the
0: And then... It's
1: not mount. I'm sorry. Inside the guard.
0: And I think that was... Yeah, that's pretty much how most of the first went. And then that second round, though, man. Um, I, oh, that was... Aljo. (laughs) Aljo got busy, man.
1: So, Woodley has a... We made a big deal of Woodley stopping like 20 takedowns in the Coleman event. One of the only other dudes in the UFC who has like a... who had a 100% takedown defense rate was uh, Henan Burrell heading into this fight. So, Aljamain Sterling became the first dude to take Henan Burrell down in the UFC.
0: And he didn't just take him down. Like, he... Oh no, he worked. He them. worked him on the ground, and I love the. Uh, he was landing a lot of those kicks, man. Like those front kicks, and I think I, I think he rocked him with one at one point. Uh,
1: yeah, he landed uh, in the, at the start of the third round. He landed a front kick to the face. Yeah, yeah. and that re- that really hurt him.
0: Front yeah. kick to the face, and then the second round where like he got him on the ground, and he just just brutal ground and pound, just <laughs> vicious ground and pound. And like one
1: of the thing one of the things that really bugs me about Sterling is he has that like that vicious ground and pound. Uh where do we see it? We saw it against like Hugo Viana. Like the Wolverine back in the day, a, a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And we don't really get to see him do it cuz like whenever he does get on top, he just tends to play the grappling game. Yeah. He'll, he'll he'll pepper, but he won't ever just uh sit up and just throw bombs, which is insane to me because he he's got some very ferocious grounded and pound. His long ass arms act as levers, he's just able to leverage such power into those shots.
0: Yeah, he's I hope I wanna say I feel like he's finally like hitting a stride. Maybe he's finally like putting it all together. Um coming I mean, against Barral, I mean I get it Barral's not the same Barral that, you know, back in the day mm-hmm. who was just but. But
1: the third, the third round really gave me a lot of like, um, what you call uh, confidence that he's getting better.
0: Yeah. He just he seems more. <laughs> I don't even know the word like more in control. I, I don't know. This confident. Yeah, like he's putting things so much like to, he's putting things together together better, and like yeah, he like you said he seems a lot more just sure of himself, and like beating Burrell. I mean I get it. He's not champion, but that's still like that's a big deal. Like, that's a big name to have on your resume in a fight that you, you won, like, pretty handedly. So, yeah, man. Shout-outs to, uh, to Algermain. Um, What does Burrell do from here? I feel like he's in a I, really I, weird I, space. I
1: really wanted him to stay at 140 and keep, like, trying to put together wins. But he seems hell-bent on returning to 135. And I think that's dumb. But I, I think we've seen the best of Burrell. Yeah. I, I I think that Dillashaw fight broke him in more ways than we realized. Not just, like, physically, but... Not mentally, but, like, stylistically, he's beca- he's kind of broken. Because what he used to do, which is why I I think he really struggled here, is when guys would exchange with him, he'd kind of just batten down the hatches and just, like, throw four or five bombs... And it would scare guys off. Like it worked against Faber. It, um, it worked against Jorgensen a bit. Or he would do something really dynamic and athletic, like he did against Eddie Wineland or Michael McDonald, where he was just dragging McDonald to the ground after he rocked him on that uppercut. Like, like this is a dude who, who struggles when. Y- One, the guy won't engage with him in the pocket. Like, he fights at range, and he's long and lanky. And two, when he can't do anything athletic and dynamic to just instantly either gain position or win the fight. And we saw him struggle against Sterling here. And another thing is he he really doesn't control the pace. Like, he just kind of goes with whatever pace his opponent's fighting at. And if if it gets too fast, he'll go for a takedown. But like with Sterling, like again, like, he ne- he didn't push the pace against Sterling, which is or uh, which is basically how you beat Sterling. You you tire him out, and then like he collapses over the last few rounds. Right. So. So. I, like I don't know what Burrow does if he doesn't want to stay at if he doesn't want to go and try and make his way at one forty five. Like I don't. Going back to one thirty-five is just going to result in more fights like this. And it's probably going to get worse because the people, like since he's left, everybody's gotten like a better striker.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so, not the same division that he was tearing through back in the day. Like,
1: but yeah, like if he fights like a Jimmy Rivera or um a Thomas Almeida or freaking what's the other dude's name with the, um a John Dodson or like a freaking John Lenker. Getting knocked out. Yeah. I I don't think it's a chin thing. I think it's a stamina thing and I think it's just a stylistic thing.
0: We'll see. But Algermain's moving slowly up that uh <laughs> slowly up that ladder again, getting his name getting his name back up there, so
1: I found it hilarious that they gave him dots they gave him a choice between Dotson and Barrow. Or they just wanted him to lose. <laughs>
0: I, th- I think he definitely made the smart choice, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dotson probably would knock them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's one little guy you probably don't want much parts of. <laughs> but um, yeah. Shout out to Al Jermaine. That was a a pretty great fight. Um. And. The last prelim that I pretty much saw all of, um, another fight that I was really excited for, uh, Brian Ortega and uh, Renato, uh Carnero. Forgot what's his nickname again? Moicano. Moicano, yeah. Um, I forgot that Moicano like recently beat Jeremy Stevens. Like when I saw the, when I first saw the opponent name, I was like, I feel like I know him, but like I'm not drawing a. Like, I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, oh, snap, that's the guy who pretty handedly beat Jeremy Stevens and looked really good. <laughs> so, like, this fight was another fight where it was just so much violence. Just any Ortega fight is probably going to be violent. But this this was another just awesome fight of these two dudes just both being <laughs> willing to just stand in the pocket and just trade i think i gave ortega the first round um yeah he had rocked uh moicano a couple times i think in the first um the second i think i gave to moicano even though he was still like trading in the pocket i thought he was landing the cleaner shots and he seemed to be doing better with range and can't say not getting caught because they like they both were catching each other but (laughs) i thought moicano was landing a bit more in the second Um, But that third round, speaking of people being opportunists and taking advantage of very, like, split-second just moments. So, was it, Moicano, I think, had went for a takedown, and for just a very brief moment, his head was out, and he got guillotined for his troubles. it It happened just so fast. And they were mentioning, I think Cruz had mentioned it a few times during the commentary, like... You know, it's awesome to watch that this fight's on the feet, but he'd be interested to see how it would go if you know, if Ortega went for a takedown or if just the fight went to the ground and literally within seconds of the fight going to the ground, Ortega just snatches his neck up and that's that's all she wrote. And I love watching this dude fight. <laughs> I love watching this dude fight. Dude,
1: like I, I had Moikano up two rounds. So in my eyes Brian Ortega has never won a fight in the UFC or has never run, won a round in the UFC except for the rounds where he gets the finish in so that's insane um hold up um what well, was really fun to watch off the back foot like really fun like the, the way he was putting like those punches together when um when uh Ortega was coming forward, he was really j- just he was letting off like heaters. I'm surprised Ortega wore all that damn like all that power so well. With no
0: swelling either, like <laughs> yeah, like
1: none. Like Or Marcona was piecing him up at one point in the second round, but he he just kept coming forward like. There are no signs of duress whatsoever. Just you don't see that type of composure very often, right. in, in a young dude like uh, like Ortega, like who does a guy who doesn't have a striking background and who doesn't have like thirty fights under his belt. Um, but Ortega looked great on the feet, especially compared to like where he used to be, where it was just kind of like where he's getting outworked on the feet by um. Like Guida. Like This is night and day better, and just has me more optimistic about where he ends up. At, like in the top ten, like he's in. He was in there before this fight. He's probably gonna climb after it. Um, like I, I don't know how much longer he can keep going, losing rounds. <laughs> <laughs> And then just banking on a late finish, but
0: hey, man,
1: this is like the fourth time in <laughs> a row.
0: All things are possible. <laughs> he, he he's found in ways.
1: And it's not he's doing it against good competition, right? Like Diego Tavares, Diego Brandao, Col- Clay Guida, and Muicano, like they're all good fighters. Like I I don't understand where uh, was supposed to be the guy. Who tested Ortega's ability to win rounds because he was not going to fall prey. But was a process fighter who's not going to fall prey to this type of thing. But he broke. Uh, like this reminded me a lot of the um, the Tony Ferguson, uh, Edson Barboza fight, where Barboza is just piecing Ferguson up, but the whole way through you can feel that Ferguson's pressure is getting to. Barboza and the <laughs> fact that Bar- Barboza can't seem to hurt Ferguson is getting in his head, so he just like panic shoots on a takedown and gets and, and gets submitted for his trouble.
0: Hey, man. Um, T city and I, uh, and, sh-
1: and, sh- and, sh- and shouts to the sports sound off guys because they mentioned this like Ortega's game is very similar to Ferguson's now. With this just constant pressure and this threat of if you're going to take me down, I'm going to submit you. Yep. But the problem is, he he doesn't have the wrestling that Ferguson does. Like we shot, we saw him shoot for a couple of shots here. They were not all that impressive, or or at least like um, driven. Like he it didn't seem like he was really going for shots so much as he was trying to make him think he was going for shots. But um. Without the wrestling game, to like that'll help you win rounds and win position and get to the ground when you need to, when you absolutely need to, because the guy in front of you isn't giving you anything on the feet. I, I'm not sure how he handles like a Cub Swanson or a Ricardo Lamas or a Frankie Edgar or a Jose Aldo or a Max Holloway. Like, he needs to create that chaos himself. Right. And those are not guys who I think are going to break under pressure like Muaykano did here. Right. Yeah.
0: Especially a do like Frankie. Like you're not going to catch him and just <laughs> like there's
1: no like there's no breaking Frankie. Yeah. Like, this
0: is like it's just impossible to do.
1: Like maybe you hurt him, but you're not. You don't break. Him yeah. Yet.
0: Yeah. I think he's still or- Ortega's got still got some time before he hits like that elite level if he gets there. But I, th- I think for like the time being. He, he he probably does pretty solid against, like, mid-tier, you know, competition, maybe, like, the lower end of the top 15. Um, I mean,
1: Mike Connell was the number eight dude.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot. Cause, oh, yeah, oh
1: cool. Oh, well. Because cause he, cause he or was number nine, I guess, because he beat Jeremy Stevens, who's currently number seven. <laughs>
0: Tell me how that works.
1: <laughs> like if, you know, it would be an amazing fight if he wasn't still hurt. Korean zombie.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot he how the long up. was, he, how was he, I forgot what his injury was.
1: I, I think he tore something. Like, I can't remember for sure, but I feel like he tore something.
0: Yeah, that, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, I guess at this point, then...
1: I know it was a knee injury. I guess at oh, this point, then you good. can't give
0: Ortega like a bottom end. I mean, if you beat the number eight...
1: Like, you gotta give him somebody yeah. above him. Or you could do Elkins, but I do, I don't think
0: the UFC wants it. <laughs> the damage.
1: <laughs> like, is that a fight you making for the UFC, and you want Ortega to be a guy who could challenge for the t- for the title?
0: Yeah, you gotta. Because,
1: <laughs> because like after Edgar, Holloway has already beat Lamas and um, Swanson and Stevens. I, I'm like pretty sure he's going to get through Edgar. Spoilers,
0: <laughs> but I'd say, oh, well, Yair's still coming off a loss. Um,
1: I'd like, I like I'd like to see the Swanson fight.
0: Yeah, I i if I, I, wouldn't if I, I got I, If I got my pick, I think they I think they match up pretty well. You know what kind of sucks that we kind of
1: lost there's been this streak of um, especially in the fat past like seven months um, of featherweights guys like Mursad Bektik and Yair Rodriguez who've been taking like these steps up against guys who have a lot of experience in the UFC and uh, and coming up short and Connell was the only dude out of that group who actually made it past that stage when he beat Stevens
0: right but here he is losing Oh, you still there?
1: Um, I guess Ortega was one of those guys too. But um but I don't think Craig is really up on the level of like a Swanson or a Lamas nah. at this point. Especially a featherweight. Yeah.
0: Game. We'll see though, man. Ortega is just shooting up. Hey man, opportunist, you you take <laughs> he's literally taking what you give him. <laughs> he's, he's making it work So yeah I'm not mad at the cup fight though I, I definitely wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't Oh you know what would be a good fight Since we're talking about um, Since he wants to go back to featherweight Charles Oliveira Oh for who For um For freaking uh, Ortega
0: Oh uh, Yeah I wouldn't mind that
1: I think he
0: uh, I think he beats Oliveira I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it, it, though. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I, I think he... I think he wins that fight, but... Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't mind... Wouldn't mind seeing that, but...
1: It, it depends how much overweight does Olivera come in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see, but... Shout-outs to T-City, man. Shout-outs to both of them, though, because it was a great performance by both of them, just...
1: Uh, dude, it was fighting... Like, yeah. The best... Great, great fight.
0: Just Moikano just happened right. to get caught, but... Yeah...
1: I, I'm looking forward to seeing of fight again because I, I really enjoy seeing, like his style striking. Yeah. It's really fun. They're
0: they're both both awesome. Both should, both should have some some pretty uh pretty bright futures. Um, I guess these next few fights um probably just kind of breeze through these. Half of these I didn't see. Some of these I, I saw the Philly and Qatar fight. Um, Wakanda I was kind of I think I just got to the fight party when this fight happened, so I was kind of like eating and talking while it was on, but. Uh, Shout outs to Qatar because I think this was his debut. Um, Yes,
1: two weeks notice. Yeah,
0: so, and this was a pretty, like, fun, pretty, like, fun striking match from what I, like, bits and pieces I remember watching it. But, yeah, shout outs to Qatar for your debut. Like, that was a really good performance against really good competition, considering you fought on two weeks notice. So, yeah, good, good win for him. Um, I didn't catch this fight, but uh, Alexandra Albu beat Caitlin Curran by a unanimous decision. Um, Jared Brooks beat Eric Shelton by a split decision. And uh, Drew Dober <laughs> floored Josh Berkman with a uh, first-round KO. Um, I didn't see the entire fight. I just saw the KO. The KO was uh, pretty vicious, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. Um.
1: um it, if you get a chance, go back and watch the Albu Curran fight, just because it's just straight up insane. <laughs> like Albu, from um Albu, just kind of muscles Curran around while eating shots. And, look, like I was afraid, like a straight up tanker. Like she is strong as shit. Like I, I realized that um in in her first fight but like here it's just like on display where she's just like every time they tie up she would just throw Curran around but she has like no um defense when she's striking she's just straight up in the air chin high so every time she would throw and rock Curran Curran would come back and like just hit her and she would just eat it and by the third round she's just exhausted so it's just like this gigantic brawl man
0: I'm looking at her profile picture she is shredded <laughs> Do
1: so, like we were talking about her last week. Um, uh, so besides her crazy ass Instagram game, she ag- apparently she's like a doctoral candidate, a candidate in Russia. Man, like she she has she was like she spent she, the reason she hasn't fought in like two years is because she was at school preparing, I guess, defending her thesis on, like, Russian, um, patent law. So that's where she's been.
0: Mm. And still <laughs> going to school, doing that, and then...
1: Oh, she's also a pers- personal fitness trainer. So that explains why she looks Yeah, I like
0: about there. to say, she... <laughs> she... <laughs> like... She is shredded in this picture. Like my god. Like why? <laughs> like,
1: like, like looking at Albu's freaking like flex is like looking at Sage Northcutt and being like that actually hurts me, right? Physically, <laughs> like,
0: she is ridiculously shredded. But yeah, I did see that fight online. I just I didn't have time. to watch. I'll definitely go back and uh and check. Out. If
1: if you want to see if you want to see a nice slop fest, it, it's the perfect slop fest. <laughs>
0: I'll definitely uh definitely go back and check that out. But yeah, overall, man, this car was awesome. Like top to bottom man. I I was I was I was I was very, very pleased. This is I'm so glad I went to a fight party for this. It's probably one of the funnest fight parties I've been to and like having an awesome car just made it that much that much better. So this is well. I didn't technically pay for this fight friend ordered it but had i paid my, you know 60 dollars or whatever this would have been money well worth it like this this car was just awesome just so many so many so many great moments but uh going in about an hour 40 so so about to wrap this up in a bit so uh
1: just really quick the ryzen card I, I know you didn't watch any of it like do you care about spoilers
0: oh no i already know who won all the fights yeah all
1: right so just really quick um the top five top three flyweight in the world Kyoji um won his ryzen grand prix first round corner final they're having a big bandway tournament over in ryzen um he knocked out hideo tokoro in the first round of overhand right um amira um former iranian world champion national wrestler or whatever um Amir Akbari, he beat up Tyler King, who at one point was like a top twenty heavyweight prospect, like ten year five years ago. Um, King Rana beat up a pro wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> five three King Rana went up to like one hundred ninety four pounds to beat up a uh, Laid Tapa. Gabriel Garcia's fight got called off because of an accidental eye poke, and she is very upset about it on Twitter. And she's calling Um Oksana Gaglova gagloeva a lot of mean things.
0: <laughs>
1: um, Tenshin Nasukawa won his mixed rules fight against Kaisaman Saiga. Uh, Yus- uh, Yusuke Yachi beat Satoru Kats- uh, Kitayoka. Miyu Yamamoto, Kid Yamamoto's sister. Um, she finally won her MMA da- Uh, won an MMA fight. She beat Casey Rob, um, and by decision. Hey and from uh just the other two um tournament fights on this card were um won by Takafumi Otsuka who beat UFC veteran Anthony, Anthony Birchak and um German Khalid Taha who beat Kita uh K- uh Kita uh Ishibashi so yeah it was a f- fun rising rising card they they do fun cards over there yeah
0: i'll go back and try to Definitely trying to yeah, I gotta gotta support Horiguchi so I gotta go back and and uh, and catch that. Um,
1: but one day soon we might be getting Mighty Mouse Horiguchi on the freaking Rising card.
0: Yeah. At, at this, thanks. Yeah.
1: Fuck. Oh, speaking of which, how gratifying was it to see Joe Rogan and freaking Dana Way have to swallow their freaking pride and go celebrate Chris Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like, think like, a lot
0: of people forget like that whole like beef. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: it wasn't even like a beef, it was just straight up freaking like, like, like Dana White
0: called Cyborg
1: freaking Wanderlei Silva in a dress and freaking um Joe Rogan was talking about ha, ha, ha cyborg's penis fell off. Like they were saying some incredibly hurtful sexist just terrible things.
0: Hey yeah, man, she came and got that strap.
1: Uh, uh, they, but she still forced them to make a division just right. for her.
0: And they're going to have to keep putting that belt around her waist because she's not losing anytime soon. Like
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> so, hey, man, it all works out in the end.
1: Also, Mikey Garcia beat the crap out of AJ. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, that was actually going to be – yeah, I had two parting shout-outs. Yeah, I didn't watch it, but um, I had one person <laughs> – on my timeline, who was kind of like doing play by play, and yeah, from from when I was hearing, uh, Garcia was just getting, <laughs> he was a giving Broner the work from what I heard. Oh,
1: he yeah, he was just fucking him.
0: I gotta I gotta, I gotta go, go back and left and right and catch that fight. Um,
1: it, it wasn't like the Madonna fight where like he was just beating him down. Like McDonough just was like knocking him down, and like Broner basically had to hobble his way to the finish line, but. Broner did next to nothing, Mm. and Mikey Garcia just boxed him up for 12 (laughs) rounds.
0: Man, yeah, that was going to be one of my parting shots. My other one uh, was going to uh, Andre Harrison, who is a a really good fighter, man. Um, Unfortunately, um, probably like two people saw his fight at PFL because they decided to schedule it the same night as the UFC card, which, uh, whatever, I I don't. (laughs) I don't understand why that happened. I I'm, I'm sure there's some stupid reason out there somewhere, but uh, according to them, um
1: NBC Sports only has so many primetime dates available. So just, they 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 had their hands tied apparently. Okay. Didn't pick another date. I I don't believe that. I I don't know what NBC Sports shows other than like soccer and race car driving. So whatever.
0: Well either way uh <laughs> Andre Harrison uh, apparently dominated Stephen Rodriguez in this fight uh Andre is now 17 and 0 um I guess also on the same card just a quick mention uh Yushin Okami beat Andre Lobato and former uh strike force welterweight champ uh former UFC uh welterweight title contender Jake Shields apparently uh Beat up, what is this guy's name? Danny Davis Junior.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Jake Shields, man who beat three of the four feather uh five. Jake Shields, man who beat three of the four welterweights who fought on the main card of EC two
0: fourteen. The goat. <laughs> the goat Jake Shields still out there putting in work. Uh Bruno Santos beat uh Rex Harris and Josh Copeland uh beat Mike Kyle. Um oh and Jared Rochalt. Apparently beat the crap out of some dude named Nick Rossboro. So, uh, yeah, other good fights and stuff, you know, going on outside of the UFC. Just bad scheduling, terrible scheduling. But I mean, <laughs> but
1: I'm happy for him. Yeah. though,
0: man, I, like, I hope somehow he can get more eyes on him. He's a really good fighter. Just over there, I just don't know how much like legit competition he he has, but.
1: I, I this sucks because he's just not excited. Like he's not exciting enough to for Bellator to want him, and the UFC is in a position where they just are passing up on guys. Like look what they did to Jimmy Rivera, who freaking started his career with like no knockouts, right? And they made him wait until he basically had twenty fights
0: before they would even look at him. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, next fight coming up. What is this? August fifth. And Mexico City,
1: last fight of the um, last fight for like a month for the UFC. Yeah,
0: so we'll get a little break after that. But you know, there's always stuff happening in the MMA world, so there'll always be stuff to talk about. But August fifth, UFC Fight Night fourteen, uh, headed by the homie Brandon Moreno going against uh, Sergio Pettis. Um, also on this card, you have Alexa Grosso versus Randa Marcos, Rashad Evans, and Sam Alvey. Uh, Dustin Ortiz, Hector Sandoval. Uh, so you got a few, you know, a few other good fights on here. Um, not really big on name power, but I feel like most of these cards that aren't big on names still turn out being great. So yeah, if you want to
1: talk about Volcanos, uh Uzdemir, like talk about freaking Brandon Moreno, or, or, like to do this come. He's three and zero in the UFC. He's already got two top ten, uh, two wins over top ten competition, right. and he submitted. He finished them both. Right. So props to him. He's about to go for his third straight in a row. He probably guarantees himself a title shot. Yep. Like I hope so.
0: And only at twenty three years of age. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: like, he's only getting better.
0: Yeah. And and Sergio, shout out to him too. Who's also I feel like lately has been been looking a lot better than he has previously. So should be an awesome fight so we got good fights coming up um slightly unrelated news but I got a new laptop so I don't have to worry about laptop problems anymore so (laughs) I can keep putting out episodes so I got got albums on deck that I'll be uh hopefully talking about sometime soon um but yeah that's uh pretty much all we got for today awesome 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 card um can't wait to see John Jones fight again, <laughs> but man, um yeah, I don't know what else to say, so as always, anytime people are being kicked and or punched in the face, we will be there to talk about it. Um, by the time you guys hear this episode, it should still be Sunday. I'm gonna try to put this out today, so hopefully it's Sunday when you guys hear this. If not, it'll be Monday morning. But anywho, thanks for listening, like the dojo Talk podcast on Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud and YouTube also. And until next time, we will catch you guys later. Peace.